there and welcome to Unleash Your Creative Magic. It's absolutely amazing to have you here. I'm your host Helen Pfeiffer, a published writer of 17 crime novels, both traditionally and indie published. And I'm here to talk to you about the magic of writing, unleashing your creativity and how to set yourself free from being stuck inside the writer's closet. I'd like to share my journey with you from that initial idea for a book to where I am now and all the very messy stuff in between, the highs, the lows, and the fuck me, this is impossible moments. I hope that somewhere along the way, this podcast might be of some use to you. You might even find some inspiration lurking in here. So grab yourself a coffee and come and join me on the writer's couch as we dive right into living your best creative life. Oh, hello, you gorgeous lot. How are you all? I hope you're all good and the words are flowing like a dream. This is episode 26. I had to go back and count them all on Buzzsprout because I actually had no idea how many I'd recorded. I have a confession to make. I've really neglected you all the last month and I'm sorry about that. But there has been an awful lot going on and I had to let something slip, which meant I missed a couple of weeks of recording these podcast episodes. And do you know what? I've really missed it. Let me tell you what I've been up to. My deadline was um, the 15th of September, which was also my wedding anniversary. And I'd been hoping to finish the book before then because we'd booked an overnight stay at the Midland Hotel in Markham. Unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, I was also invited to a party in London by my gorgeous publisher's book a tour and what a party that was. It was so lovely at a rooftop bar on the South Bank. The weather was gorgeous and the Prosecco and wine was flowing. And after the last 18 months, it was just amazing to meet up with so many other writers and seeing my gorgeous editor Emily in person, and I gave her the biggest of hugs. I found the wonderful best-selling writers Emma Robinson, Lizzie Page and Sue Watson at a prep nearby on the South Bank whilst we waited for the party to start. If you haven't read any of their books, you really should, and I'll link them in the show notes because they're all fabulous writers. And I can't tell you how wonderful it was being able to wander past the London Eye on my own and just feel the freedom. Luckily for me, my hotel was actually a five minute walk from the venue. And when I got back to my room after consuming lots of Prosecco, despite me telling the gorgeous Casey Keller that I wasn't drinking much when we got there, I was still quite sober. I could see the London Eye from my bedroom window and it was just great. Plus there was a Starbucks literally 20 steps away from the hotel when I went looking for a coffee shop the next morning. What more could a girl like me ask for? I can't wait to go back there. But I'm not going to lie, I was totally exhausted by the time I came home. I trekked myself to a spa morning at the beautiful air ancient baths in Covent Garden the next morning, which was a great way to soak off my slight hangover and it's something I'd been wanting to do for a long time. So technically, that was a full four days of non-writing, which I really couldn't afford to lose. But for the good of my mental health, I needed it more than I ever imagined. I felt free, refreshed and inspired to come home and write even more. And drunk me managed to tell Emily about my ideas I have for a new series of witchy books that I'm really desperate to write. And to my surprise, she actually loved them, which was not what I was expecting. Oh, and have I mentioned that we have builders in? After years of dreaming about a dining room that will hold all of us so we can get together without actually having to sit on each other's knees for Christmas dinner, birthdays or Halloween, 
which is the main occasion in this house, haha. <laughs> if anyone asks where my wages went this last month, I gave them all to TK Maxx in exchange for all of their cool Halloween decor. I am obsessed. And I wish we had a spirit Halloween over here like you lucky guys in the US. But seriously, for as long as I can remember, we have turned the one living room we have into a dining room for Christmas Day every year. And it's a bloody nightmare. What a squeeze trap to fit 10 adults and 6 grandkids around a table, as well as the sofas and a Christmas tree. It really takes some doing. And then nobody can move or relax afterwards, so I'm really excited to be able to have an actual dining room. I think the one thing that Covid has taught us all is how much we value our family and friends, especially when we couldn't be together for such a long period of time. So did I finish this book, the fifth instalment of the Morgan Brooks series? Well, yes, I did. And I loved this one. There is no feeling like it when a book just writes itself. And this one flowed so well. I hoped that Emily would enjoy reading it as much as I did writing it. So what else is happening in my world? Oh, it took a couple of days of trying to get the TV onto the wall. And oh my God. I thought writing a book was hard. You should have seen the hours of work that took yesterday. I have never lifted a television up so much in my life. It was on the wall, off the wall, on the wall, even wonkier than the first 20 times and then back off again for the next five hours. I honestly didn't care by the fourth hour if it was on a slant, but poor Steve is a bit of a perfectionist. So off it came again and again, until finally it was straight enough to meet his standards, thank God. So it's all been a little bit hectic. And I began writing this podcast two weeks ago, so guess what? My edits have come back for the book I sent off to Emily, and she did like it. In fact, she loved it. That was super fast and we had a phone call yesterday to talk through the victim timeline because I always try and make each book as different as I can and this one is really quite complicated with victims from all over the country. I think we managed to smooth out the timeline which is sometimes the hardest part to get right. For instance, and I can never remember which year Morden's murderous, <laughs> I even say it, murderous biological father got sent to prison. And I can guarantee that every book I write, I have to go searching through the other books in the series to double check. You really would think I'd come up with a better idea of keeping track of all my characters. I definitely need to do something. I have a fabulously organised friend, Jessica Redland who is also an amazing writer, but she's really good at all this kind of stuff. She's got bestsellers galore under her belt. And I know she keeps a spreadsheet, but I'm really rubbish at spreadsheets. I don't like them. Uh, so I've started writing detailed notes for the characters, places and years and events that are happening for my witchy book. So I've made a start. I'm really excited as well because First Girl Today is published on Monday the 11th of October. So I've just taken delivery of a huge box of paperbacks and today I posted out quite a few to bloggers and readers who have been very supportive of me and my stories as a little thank you to them. I also posted out a box full of signed books to the amazing Tea Leaves and Reads who do the most brilliant book subscription boxes. I'll share the link for them in the show notes for you to check them out. Katie, who runs it, has had some wax melts called Hocus Pocus made, especially, which couldn't be any more perfect to go in the boxes along with the signed books and other goodies. 
They really are fabulous. And I'm hoping to have one to give away as a competition prize next week. So keep an eye on my Facebook page if um, you fancy winning a signed book and a box of goodies. I find it hard to believe that this is a fourth Morgan Brooks instalment and that book five is already written and I'm working on the edit. I don't think I've talked about properly what happens on a publication day. And in a perfect world, if you're J.K. Rowling or Stephen King, you would probably have a launch party, quaff champagne and be adored by your fans, your publishers, your agent, readers and stroll around feeling quite proud of yourself and your accomplishment. There will be paparazzi there snapping photos for the glosses and talking about how wonderful you are and maybe a Hollywood film producer will be lurking around to snare the rights to your story. In all, everything you ever dreamed about becoming a published writer would be happening and I don't want to burst your bubble because for some of us it does happen and occasionally an unknown debut writer will get to experience this. But I'll share how it is for the rest of us. Don't get me wrong, I did make the effort and had a launch party for my first book, which I've talked about in an earlier episode. And it was the most wonderful night shared with my family and very close friends. I haven't had one since then. Maybe I should for book 20. It is quite a momentous achievement. I'll have to have a think about that. But the reality is, sometimes the actual publication day can be a little bit, what's the word, flat is probably the most appropriate you see, you've worked your ass off writing this book and then you've worked even harder to get it edited and published. So sometimes when release day comes around and your masterpiece doesn't shoot straight into the Amazon Top 100, it can be a major disappointment if you let it. But let's take a closer look and turn that shit around. You have written a book and that book has been picked up by a publisher or you've slaved to get it perfect to indie publish. And now it's there on the internet for the whole world to read. And it doesn't matter if you're Mr King or Mrs Pfeiffer. You should be damn proud of your achievements. And there are many ways to celebrate your success. My favourite publication day was last year for One Left Alive. I packed a picnic, a small bottle of champagne and drove me and Steve to our favourite spot on Lake Windermere where we ate, chatted about the book and I had a few sips of champagne. I took lots of photos, paddled my feet at the edge of the lake, listening to the soothing sound of the water lapping around me as we watched the sunset over the Lakeland Mountains and fells. And I felt mightily grateful that I was able to enjoy this moment and I was very proud of everything I'd achieved. Now I've spent a good majority of my publication days at work, running around for eight hours without the time to even think about my book. And then I've gone home and spent the rest of the evening trying to catch up on all the messages and tweets, posts about it, until I'd fallen a bit exhausted and stressed out because I just couldn't keep up. It doesn't matter where you are or what you are doing, as long as you take a moment to appreciate just how hard you've worked to get this far. I've said it before and I'll say it again, writing a book is not for the faint-hearted, so you need to mark the occasion by doing something nice for yourself even if it's buying yourself a new notebook, sipping a glass of wine or Prosecco, buy yourself your favourite bar of chocolate or a book you want to read. There are so many ways to celebrate your achievements without splashing out on big, fancy, expensive parties. Of course, if you're one of the lucky ones whose publishers do it all for you, then congratulations, make the most of it and drink all the champagne. If you've just indie published your first book, 
It doesn't matter. You can throw yourself a small party like I did. I'm so proud of you for doing this and achieving your dream. And know that I'm over here cheering you on and raising a mug of coffee in your honour. So here's my catch-up, or I should say that was my catch-up, and I'm sorry for the interrupted service. I will do my best to get back to recording these episodes on time, and next week we'll discuss something a little bit more writerly. And I hope that you have an amazing week. Take care of yourself, and whatever you're doing, get bloody writing. If you'd like to check out my credentials to see if I know what I'm talking about, then head over to my Amazon page. And if you'd like to join a community of like-minded creatives, then head over to the Unleash Your Creative Magic Facebook group. I'll paste the links in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I honestly can't wait to speak to you in the next episode, where I'll dive into the process of how I wrote my first book. Until next time, take care.